Hello, and welcome back to Minions and Misfits, wonderful listeners. Hello. Hi, everybody. How's it going? We're back for another wonderful season, season number three. Uh, And uh, in case you don't know us, my name is Sam, and I will be the uh, GM, or in case of this system, their narrator. The narrator. Uh, Yeah. So uh, this time in season three... We will be playing the system that is called Babes in the Wood, which is kind of inspired by L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz and uh, Over the Garden Wall, which was like a Cartoon Network miniseries that you should definitely watch. Uh, But uh, before we dive into the story, we're going to create our characters. And so before we create our characters, we need to meet our players. So uh, players, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves, starting with the two boys we know already. So start with Dylan. Ah. Hello, my name's Dylan. He just said that. Um, I am here. Are we talking about our, are we saying our character name too or just our normal names? Uh, we'll just say normal names and then we'll dive into the characters. Hi, this is Dylan's voice. This is the voice of Cam. And then and who's our special the, guest for this season? Special guest slash season regular. We have a wonderful new cast member. Introduce yourself, cast member. Hello, I am Rebecca. <laughs> yes, Rebecca will be joining us. I know it'll be hard to distinguish me from the exclusively otherwise male cast. Uh, <laughs> I know I just sound a lot like all of them, but just blends right in. It's it you, you expand our it's diversity like so much because we. I mean, you don't. Our viewers don't see us. But we kind of look like the three evolutions of a single Pokemon. That's true. <laughs> right. We're we're all like white guys with short hair and beards, all with like varying yeah. lengths. Yeah, 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 yeah. I only share one so of like, those what? characteristics. You have to guess which one it is. <laughs> and Dylan uh, does have slightly darker hair than me and Sam do. That's true. That's Mine's true. Like actually, black. Yeah. Oh. Then you would be like the, um, like the. Um, What's the one between Dragonite and Dratini? You're just that random Dragonair. one. Dragonair. I guess Dragonair is pretty much like Dratini, but yeah. there's some Dragonite there are some evolutions. Dragon, Dragon Dragonite is the weird one. Yeah, yeah Dragonite's yeah. like, wait, where did this come from? Yeah, you had pretty like <laughs> snake oh, creature, no. and now there's this like dopey looking bug dragon. And then out of home, there's like Feebass, which goes into Milotic, which like just there's n- yeah. there is no connection, no, no relation. None. Yeah. Um, Welcome to our Pokemon season. <laughs> if only. <laughs> it's like we just, on mic, randomly decide to change RPGs. Everybody is we're just all scrambling. Team Rocket Grunts <laughs> yeah, now. We're all, gra- we're all like making new sketches on our papers. It's like, all right, here we go. There actually is a, a season like that where they play uh, as like Team Rocket members in Pokemon 5e, which is like a fan-made mm-hmm. thing on uh, You Meet in a Tavern. So I was actually a sponsor of that season, and I actually oh. am a... NPC in that season, which is oh. cool. an unnamed NPC that's mentioned in one of the finales. That's so um, sweet. Yeah. Anyway, big tangent. Let's get into character creation. Yeah, session Yay. zero is usually tangents. That's okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so the main premise, dear listener, of Babes in the Woods is that we are in fact playing young children babes or child like oh. or childlike characters, also known as babes, who get lost in some sort of mysterious forest, otherwise known as a wood and so uh we have three characters who are lost in kind of this summery wonderland known as the maywood 
And so uh, they'll each be playing different types of, of characters as dictated in the rule book. Now, the, diff- the exception is because this is Minions and Misfits, we can't play as normal types things. So none of them are, strictly speaking, children from the real world. Um, because in, t- in, in this system, you have big kids, little kids, toys, critters, and woods children. So we are eliminating the, the big kids and little kids, and we're sticking to critters, toys, and woods children. Eliminating so with- the big kids and little kids is a problematic sentence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I don't know how to fix that one. That's all right. <laughs> there will be no onwards child death in this season. I don't know. We can't promise that. What do you say? Yeah, Sam? I think That's you're really getting your head. Say yourself. children do not die in this game. Yeah. Well, I just said we we have no children. You guys are toys and critters. They we die all the time. Child. That's true. Yeah. We, yeah. But that's, that's not a child. child right? That's why I said no child oh. death. <laughs> Well, I guess I just said, strictly Fresh speaking, children. we're not using children, so I guess, like, you're a lesser child. Yeah, we gotta adjust all of... Oh, no. <laughs> that sentence getting... sounds like something that would be said by one of those, uh, like... Eugenicists? Auto... Oh, no. Those auto... <laughs> one of those auto plants they found in Alabama that was using child labor. <laughs> strictly yeah, yeah. speaking, so we're not, not using children. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not children. <laughs> they don't count as children if they've been in the woods. Um. Anyway, they're that's the moral of this lesson. They don't count as children if they're employed. <laughs> Rest assured, our season will be much more sweet and tender than this conversation. <laughs> but this is good. Oh boy. Okay. Well, let's just jump into it. Uh, Dylan, what are you playing? Uh, my name. Well, I'll tell you what I am first. I'm a toy. Nice. Uh, and my toy is one of those old timey like felt Jack in the Boxes. With those little guys, they just have like little arms and the little hat. Like the around. ones from uh, Elf. Yes. Like the, you know, that yeah, one. it's great. Yeah, but they don't have the terrible cackle. <laughs> Please. Um, my name is Jake. Um, I am a Jake in the box. I love and that. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, that's all I know right now. We're about to do all the rest of it. So yeah, that's who I am. A little lost toy in the woods. All right, we have a Jake in the box. All right, Rebecca. I am playing our woods child, so the closest thing to a child. Um, but I don't know if <laughs> a child, but Sam, did you explain what exactly a woods child is? Would you like me to? I can, or you know what? They've heard me talk a lot, and I've just gotten in trouble so far, so why don't you? <laughs> oh, no. You're doing great, Sam. Um, a woods child is a child who has been lost in this wood, got lost in this wood, been lost in this wood and just kind of become a part of it they don't really necessarily remember life outside this is just where they're from and where they belong and i will be playing muffin Uh, oh muffin should i describe what she looks like or yeah Yeah, go Uh, ahead we can we can hold off on that and that will save it for the story boy cool 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 well her name will be muffin girl felt boy woods girl (laughs) <laughs> Felt boy was girl. <laughs> All right, uh, Cam. I am playing as our critter, uh, which means I am your standard issue talking animal. I am a snapping Is there such turtle. Thing of a standard issue. As far as uh, TV tropes goes, yeah. Yeah, fair. I am a uh, snapping turtle named Puddles. Hmm. The perfect Puddles. name. 
are heading. That's all you get so far. Oh man. You don't get the you don't get the voice until we start playing. Ah. Alright, sweet. Well we have our critter, our woods child, and our toy. So the way this game works is unlike a game like uh, D&D 5e, you don't use seven dice, you just use three. What? And what's cool is they're all D6s. So if you have like a Monopoly or Risk lying, lying around, you can just steal dice from those. But yeah, a basically D6, any board game. Yeah, pretty much. You can just use literally the simplest, cheapest dice, which is nice. Um, and so uh, it's a pretty simple and you character. you don't have to buy 12 $50 books. Mm. That's really true. This was one $15 or $24 book. All right. So if we have all of our character sheets, which you can find in the book, uh, then you you have stats, but the stats are kind of already assigned. So let's go around real fast and just kind of read out what our stats are. Unlike in D&D, where you kind of have six base stats, like dexterity, wisdom, and all that kind of stuff, in this, you just have steam, noodle, and mush. My so, favorite names for stats of all time. For pretty real. Great. Pretty good. And yeah, so uh, steam is kind of your your physical traits, if that makes sense. Um, and then, check out this. Your mush is kind of like your your maybe like emotional strength. I don't know how I would, how I would define that. Charisma. No, let me get yeah charisma. Let me actually get out the book and yeah, define read that. From the book. That's yeah. yeah, that's yeah. much mush better. Is, maybe that's don't put this in the actual episode. Better. I apologize. Hmm. Oh. We are all about uh, three stat supremacy in this uh, on this podcast now. It's on page twelve, uh, ten in the book, twelve in the PDF. It's season three, three stats, three players, uh, three sets of three. Numerology. It's perfect. Sorry, I realize, guys, as a DM, I'm failing at, at not being able to really quote that right off the bat. How uh, dare you, said you it was not 10. have the book memorized? I know. Page ten, Sam. Page ten in the book. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes, I was right, but I was bad at talking it. All right. So uh, <laughs> my entire life. Mm. I'm gonna just start fresh. So in this system, instead of having things like dexterity, wisdom, or charisma, you only have three stats, and they're real simple, and they have really fun names. So we have steam, which is kind of your physical ability, like running, climbing, lifting, slamming, swimming. You also have your noodle or your noggin, and that is your mental actions. So like planning, counting, evaluating, remembering, navigating. And then finally, you have your mush, and your mush are your social actions, kind of uh, what most games might call charisma. And that is convincing, listening, consoling, and befriending. And what's cool about this system is that uh, a significant portion of it is dedicated to like making friends with the other characters. And so that mush is really important. Um, but that being said, what is everyone's steamed noodle and mush? Which might be a name of a restaurant I want to start. Steamed noodle mush? Steamed noodle and mush. Uh, Cam, what's, what now is your steam, what's your noodle, and what's your mush? It's actually on your character sheet located next to your character type. So if it says toy, it says, uh, and it'll be either zero... Plus one, plus two, or negative one. And if it's not oh, marked, that's why. it's okay. zero. Yeah, so uh, as a critter, I have plus one noodle and uh, zero on steam and mush. Perfect. Uh, Rebecca? Well, my character sheet didn't come with numbers already on it. 
Um, you have plus one to any and uh, negative one to any and zero to any. Oh. Plus one to any, negative one to any, zero to any. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed something. That, Let me. Is that? It's it's hard to see. It's not really intuitive, but it's right there. I, oh, are you pointing? Does your character sheet look oh, like this? Got a tab over. Hmm? Sorry. That's real blurry, but it does generally look like that. All right. Well, in which case, feel free to assign plus one to any and negative one to any and zero to any. Want me okay, to let you cool. think about that one, and I'll go to Dylan. Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah, I've got Sorry about that. Plus one mush. And I've got minus one to any. And I think I'm going to put that minus one to any in Steam because I am just a little jack at the box. Yeah, really moving a foot is exerts a, a lot really of calories. Hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get much leverage when your torso is made out of a spring. <laughs> yeah, it makes it real difficult. I feel like, but by the end of it, your character will have really ripped abs. Because just like <laughs> it's constant ab workout. Yeah. Gotta have good core strength. <laughs> All right. Rebecca, my apologies. Uh, what uh, what would you like your steam noodle and mush to be? I think you... this girl is going to have a zero in steam, mm-hmm. a negative one in noodle. That's not her thing. But a plus one in mush. Mush. <laughs> <laughs> I really want my waiters from now on to come up and ask me, "Do you want steam noodle or mush?" I feel like how much, how much noodle, <laughs> how much noodle, how much it's steam. Like diner much... talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, so, uh, dear listener, like the steamed noodle mush, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, dear listener, in this game, uh, most of the kind of rolls will be made with two d sixes. And you have certain abilities and certain moves that are kind of set in front of you that you can already use. And Steam Noodle and Mush will be added to your result. So if you're trying to attempt something that requires Noodle, you and your Noodle is negative one, then you would take away one from your result. And then uh, what's cool about this is if you look at the uh, actual book, which for the record was written and uh, by Adam Vass and illustrated by Kim Nugent, um, highly recommended by the way um the different moves tell you kind of what your success or failure looks like and there's kind of more we can add on to that but the reason i bring that up is because each one of you get to choose out special moves for your character on each character sheet it gives you one of three options well gives you three options and you are to pick one i should say so dylan what are the three options you have and then which one did you pick yeah, so as a toy, I have three options. One is sense intention. So whenever someone lies or attempts to manipulate you, I can see the true intent in their heart. So that's pretty wild. Um, Are you saying that people uh, cannot toy with your emotions? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's admire craft. Uh, when you examine something constructed, you can describe what you're looking for and roll and notice different qualities about the item and be able to use it for different things. Uh, And then there's come apart at the seams, which is when you detach a part of your toy, you'll roll plus steam. uh, And then you can become like a special item with like the part of you that you removed. (laughs) Yeah, it's wild. Uh, And you went with, I went with sense intention. Sweet. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Rebecca, is that on your character sheet? The special moves? Yes. Yes. Perfect. I'm just now realizing um, I really didn't do my homework, but I've picked which one I want. It just involves adding noodle, so I might rearrange things if that's yeah, okay with you. <laughs> Absolutely. You work on that. I'll come back to you. Let's I do know which Cam. one I want, though, if you want me to oh, go ahead and share go. it. Yes, do it. I'm going to go with Never mind. I might want the other thing. Go to Cam. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut, cut. <laughs> Cameron. I, uh, my choices were play possum. Uh, when you attempt to hide your sentience in order to be perceived as a mundane animal, roll plus noodle. Or perk up. When your heightened senses make you aware of something non-critters can't perceive, tell the narrator what you sense and roll plus noodle. Or commune with nature when you attempt to gain intel or assistance from a forest animal. Roll plus noodle. I chose play possum because Puddles is a turtle who does not want to be in the spotlight. <laughs> he mostly just wants to be left alone. I, I love it. Does he have sad eyes like a typical 1920s Disney cartoon turtle? Yeah, he does look a yes. bit like uh, Cecil Turtle from Looney Tunes. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I, yeah. All right, Rebecca. I'm ready this time. My special move is reach out. When you need to find someone in the wood to assist in your journey or with a task, roll plus noodle. Fantastic. Yeah, so I rearranged my stats. Uh, Steam is going to stay zero, while noodle will be plus one, and moosh, negative one. Perfect. So on this character sheet, it gives you various stats, like harm, which is kind of uh, a similar equivalent to damage. But in this game, uh, death is not really on the table. Um, harm oh, is there more... Will, there will be no children dying. Okay, good. Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe. You gotta have the, the, the risk there. You can be as incapacitated. It's like yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. You might become a tree or something. Oh, my. Anyway, uh, you don't start with any harm, which I'm sure you'll all be glad to hear, but you do start with items. And <gasps> so, yeah. And so uh, the game itself comes with a few base items that you get to choose from, including your outfit. However, it is all Halloween themed. And because it's summer and this is our third season and I love the summer, I instead made a different list mm. that you can roll two D6s and find out which one you would be. I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you. But, um, yeah, so roll 2d6s, and that will determine y your outfit and your item. Ooh. Do you want the total, or do you want two individual rules? Total. So, like, the minimum would be two, the max would be 12. So let's That's start with sick. Rebecca. Oh, boy. <laughs> 2d6. Roll them, roll them, roll them. That's an eight. Two fours. Oh. Ooh. All get. right, Rebecca. Muffin is wearing a hiking outfit. Ooh. And her special item is a flashlight. Ooh. Handy. Fantastic. All right, Cameron. Well, so as a critter, my character sheet says I do not start with a special item. Oh, mm. that's true. Do you still my, want an and outfit? My outfit? is my outfit is presumably just a shell. <laughs> Maybe I could roll and see if I have some sort of hat. You get see yeah. suspenders. Please have suspenders. How would he wear them? Uh, I got a nine. Got a nine? Yes! You're a turtle who is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yes! Yes! Amazing. Nailed it. I love this. 
so much. All right, Dylan. Let me just go ahead and write that down. Yeah, go ahead and yeah, yeah, Very yeah. important uh, detail. I got a seven. You got a seven? So you, uh, that's really similar to what Rebecca got. So maybe roll again. I'll re-roll. Yeah. I like how we I all managed to roll within one of each other. Mm, I got a two. Someone sink, you guys. You got a two? Oh, I love this. Yeah. You're wearing an old-fashioned bathing suit. It's like a one-piece that's striped. And you're uh, <laughs> where, where where on my Jack in the Box self is this? I guess you're wearing well, the upper part of a bathing suit. Wearing a clown. Yeah, where most cl- uh, Jack in the Boxes are wearing a a clown outfit. Yeah. A Jake in the a Jake in the Box is wearing red a red and white striped. Yeah, <laughs> an old timey striped bathing suit. And your item is a parasol. So Ooh. there's that. That's that's good. I like that. That is so fun. What does the parasol let me do? So uh, all of your items, uh, your special items, you, get, you have three uses for them. And so every time you use them, you check off one of the uses, and on the third one, it is considered broken. Uh, is that what the candy corn is? is the three segments? Yeah, you see how uh, mm. on this page, all the candy has different significance. And so your friends, you can also label as the people you're playing with. So if you're so either uh, Muffin or jake in the box or or puddles you want to mark that as your kind of your fellow players and then fear is something that you kind of accumulate over the game and then everyone starts out with a wish so uh, a wish is kind of like inspiration in dungeon in dungeons and dragons no, 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 no. a wish is a dream your heart makes when you're fast asleep mm, maybe but we'd get sued <laughs> a, a, a wish is something that you do when you have no other good options. Is that really insidious? Maybe. That's that's pretty it's pretty dark. <laughs> this is our light and frothy season. What are you talking about? I don't know. Um, so you can take an action which in which you roll for a wish, and after rolling a move, you may spend a wish to change the result of your roll to a result of your choosing. Hmm. So let's say you failed, you can choose to have your character make a wish and succeed. But according to this, it has to be your action, not the action of somebody else. The next thing you'll need in character creation are your hopes and your fears. So in this game, your hopes are your aspirations. What are your major goals? They might be major, they may be minor, but your character discovers things that will help them uh, get closer to their goal throughout their uh, trip through the Maywood. And so uh, in this book, you can either roll for hopes or... You can even just uh, make up your own. So uh, if you guys want to roll for those, let's start with Dylan. Do you want to roll or do you want to do you roll. have one in mind? All righty. Well, I have I it pulled up here. I am but a toy. Ooh, okay. So you need to roll 2d6s. Can you roll the first one for me? Yes. The first one is a four. Okay. Sweet. Roll the second one. The second one is also a four. Oh, that's perfect. Your hope is to protect your friends. Oh. oh, which is really sweet. All right, Rebecca, do you have any hopes? I do. Could I keep it secret for now? Ooh. Yes. Ooh, All right, Cameron, your hopes. Would you like to roll or do you have one in mind? I'm going to roll for mine. Do it. I love All rolling. Right. Roll a d6 for me. Whoa. I dropped it. Whoa. Four. All righty. Roll another one for me. Two. Two. Your goal, your, I mean, sorry, your hope is to make a best friend. Oh. I know, aren't they cute? Um, <laughs> now for fears. 
All right. So oh. for your fears, <laughs> this game has such a wonderful like bouncing back and forth of uh, you know adorable and terrifying. Uh, Very much like um, Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. It, for real. So uh, Dylan, do you want to roll your fear? Yeah, I got a three for my first one. All right, three. What's your second one? One. All right, your fear is dying alone. <laughs> no, it's oh, not actually that. Just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for the fears to just be like, you're afraid of moving back in with your parents. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're afraid, you're afraid of, of losing your new full-time dread of being job. by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're afraid no, of being alone fear- with your own thoughts. <laughs> Your fear in reality, based off this book, is snakes. That tracks. Oh, yep. yeah. Snakes. Why it got to be snakes? Puddles is afraid of being audited. <laughs> Puddles is afraid the IRS will find out he hasn't paid taxes in 20 years. You'll never catch me. And he starts moving in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. IRS just throws handcuffs on top of him and he goes, uh. <laughs> They just pick him up by the shell. <laughs> His little feet keep going. <laughs> All right, Cam. Roll two d6s. What's the first one? What's the second one? We got a five mm-hmm. and a three. Your fear is birds of prey. That tracks. That's fair. You really is weren't what? a fan of that Margot Robbie movie. Hey, that one was <laughs> underrated. You know what? I agree. No, uh, you're you're afraid of like hawks, birds with pointy beaks, and large talons. Oh. Hmm. He's he heard Emotions. at some point that they will pick up turtles and then drop them from great heights. Yeah, oh. that they will break well, that, that being shell said, open to get to the juicy goodness have a nice inside. Turtle soup. Rebecca, oh. do you want to roll for your fear, or do you have one in mind? Quick clarification: Is Puddles yes. a turtle or a tortoise? Ooh, important. He's a snapping turtle. Okay. So that's like, uh, in terms of height, that's like shin height. Well, most of the time, I think he would, he walks around on all fours. On a a Um, child or on a, like. Snapping turtles can be huge. Oh, can they? Those are big boys. Not a. I grew up in Boston, guys. Come on. Your typical. Slack. Yeah. Because where this takes place in the south by a river, he's a snapping turtle. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Definitely a snapping turtle. But is he kind of like cartoon well, turtle size as opposed like, to yeah, small big. alligator size? In between. Uh, well, so he's not an alligator snapping turtle. Those don't live in the... Well, I don't know if they live in the I United States or not. I think they're in Louisiana. He's a... We're we talking like yay big? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably about... His shell is probably about as big around as... Like shoulder width of a person? Like a football? Yeah. Or? Okay, so he fairly like big. A large yeah. dining He's a big boy. Plate? No, bigger than that. Um, like a, I guess imagine imagine the body of an acoustic guitar, like okay. a regular sized yeah, acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah. Now, are okay, we talking? So big boy. I'm gonna try to name off some brands, but I can't think of any. Ibanez. I'll. <laughs> we talking Gibson, we thinking Yamaha, or Fender? Oh, that's pianos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know pianos. All right. Well, so Yamaha, Yamaha makes an acoustic guitar. I think Yamaha makes everything. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they make motorcycles too. So that, like, they make all sorts of stuff. Have you seen all that? All kinds of things that, that make noise. Tweet, have you seen that tweet that's like, okay, so Yamaha, I need a motorcycle. Okay. And I, now I need a piano. 
You're not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rebecca, you are the last. Do you want to roll for fear or do you have one in mind or is it a secret? I have two in mind, but I'd mm. also like to keep a secret. Can I just like maybe tell like, us one and then keep the other one secret? <laughs> one is fire. Mm. Mm. Fire scary. Wait, mm. aren't you a witch child? Don't you need fire to like eat? Oh, but like, you know, you have fire. It's being scared of fire that's out of control, right? You know, yeah, someone who's scared cool. of fire doesn't go, ah, fireplace. They go, oh, there's a wildfire. I don't know how much. It's not a phobia. It's just like a fear yeah. of like, getting burned. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So that's not your fear, or is that is your fear, and you also have another one? I have another one that I think is the bigger fear mm. that I'd like to keep. Mm. Or actually, I think so it's like fire is the really the decoy fear. <laughs> it's the decoy fear. I'll share the, the other death. one too. And y'all can help me decide which should be the fear. The other is being alone. Oh, that's the fear. Ooh. Yeah, that's definitely the fear. That's the fear. <laughs> definitely has a lot more emotional potential in this. Uh... Good news. You have two friends built into this campaign. Aww. But Sam didn't promise there wouldn't be death. Oh, no. We could all die except for you, and then you'd be left Fear alone. is only the little in death fire. in a metaphorical sense. <laughs> It's the mind killer, right. not the body killer. <laughs> well. So, Jake, you want to protect friends. Dune. And Puddles, you want to make a best friend. Mm-hmm. And then Rebecca, yours is a secret. Jake, what is your fear is snakes. And Puddles' fear is uh, birds of prey. The movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Margot Robbie, specifically. It was. Mar yeah. Birds of Prey was all right. It was aight. It wasn't actively bad like everyone said it was. Yeah. I, you know what? I agree, guys. I agree. Margot Robbie's casting as uh, Harley Quinn is one of the best. A plus. Movies. Yeah. 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 It's mm -hmm. fantastic. Once they, they gave, back again. Once they gave Suicide Squad to J James Gunn, everything was yeah. just fine. And now that they're giving all of DC to James Gunn, we're like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> a good decision and then uh, loneliness is Muffin's fear oh. and so uh, as the game progresses your stats in all of these will build up uh, when That's your terrifying. fear yeah I know <laughs> when your fear builds up that inhibits some of your abilities later on with different moves plus there's moves that I as the narrator can make that are affected by your fear so now fear when it comes is to a little death yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. those words uh, and then with hope, once you build up hope in this game, you can't lose it. And so there are five Aww. pips that can be built. That's not like that. real life at all. <laughs> oh. Once you fill in your five pips, your character then is given the option to return home. And we'll come to that. We'll, we'll describe that in more detail when we get to it. But essentially, mm -hmm. uh, in some way, shape, or form, every main character has a goal of getting home. Or maybe your goal is to stay in the wood. That's really up to you. But once you kind of reached your hope, that's another way of saying your character arc, at least in that area of your life, is completed. And so oh, just yeah. be keeping that in mind. Yeah. yeah. And then there was one other thing. So you are th playing three different children. So, well, kind of children. Really. One, one child. Childlike beings. You're playing three different childlike beings, including a woods child, critter, and toy. And so you do 
you are going to have in this adventure each other to be your friends. And so on your character sheet, you will see that there are places to write in your friend's name. And there's also three pips beneath each person's name. You can fill those out at, at your leisure. Uh, there are points where you actually get to build it up by confiding, by telling secrets. And and the more you do that, the, the more you're able to do with certain moves. I know that you can work together as, as a team and uh, do moves that you would not be able to do apart from each other. So feel free to write in each other's names for that. Like the mm-hmm. Forest Avengers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly that. So what are we, some kind of forest suicide squad? <laughs> please, please I don't, don't know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, I this think... This is my friend Puddles. I would highly recommend not being bitten by him. <laughs> His bite is severe <laughs> and damaging. So that being said... We're almost done with character creation, so mark off that you all have one wish. And then uh, you'll notice there's also a small peppermint that represents experience points. Y'all have none of those. But you you accumulate them throughout the the whole game, and you are not allowed to accumulate over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Six. You must spend it by the time you get to seven, and you'll get, you know, multiples, and they're cute. Fun ways to get more experience points throughout the game. Are all of question are our XP spending all the same across the different sheets, or is that per? I believe it is the same. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that covers all the main sections, and then now we'll get into the character questions. We get to know all about you, the characters. Um, man, I really sound like an evil GM, don't I? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of sounded like Stewie from Family Guy. Stop it, fat man. That's not who I am. I'm a good gym. Um, all right. So you each have questions that kind of help define your character. Uh, and... Hmm. Would this be something that spoils it? Probably. I don't know. You decide. Yeah, this would spoil it. So let's cut off this section. Okay. Ooh. No right. sections. Ooh, Sorry. A little bit of hiccups in this session zero, and for that, I apologize. Session zero is nothing but hiccups. What are you talking about? That's why it's oh, session well, zero. You. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, then you each have your characters ready to be emerged into the Maywood. And so uh, just a few details about the Maywood in and of itself. It yes, is yes. kind of a summer-themed wonderland. So when you're kind of picturing everything, everything is Watermelon. soaked in a... Yes, a lot of watermelon and dragonflies and mosquitoes uh, and uh i thought this yeah. was a wonderland yeah i thought you said why are there mosquitoes in the wonderland I just want it's summer there's always mosquitoes in summer not in the wonderland uh. it, nah it's also uh <laughs> the maywood is kind of a it, it's more of a stream if you will in that there is a large lake that runs through the center of the maywood and that's really the primary way that you would want to travel around because uh, while the lake is within the, the the river, I should say, is within the Maywood, it's called the Maystream, there's also a kind of magical and eerie kind of dark forest that uh, encapsulates the Maywood. That it, it's kind of known that you don't want to wander through the blighted forest. It's really, it's rather, rather frowned upon, actually. That being said, there are all sorts of wonderful, magical little stops that even though your characters may have been in the Maywood for some time, 
you still may not know all that the Maywood contains. And so, in this adventure, you will go through some of the hollows in the Maywood and hopefully avoid the evil antagonist that is referred to as the Rot. Oh, the Rot. That's a good name. Sounds bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that being said, are there any other questions or things we can cover, or shall we dive in? Uh, Do any of our characters have a prior knowledge of each other? You know, that's a great question. I will say for Dylan, your character has none. None. I am but a lost jack-in-the-box. You are but a lost jack-in-the-box, but muffins and puddles, if you would like, you can have some sort of working relationship. Perhaps your siblings. No, that's probably illogical. No, not me. No. No, puddles. Puddles was never a human, so no, that's what oh. oh, oh, I was, I was, I was being absurd because it's like the one thing you guys couldn't be because you're both different species. Um, that's racist. No, but it does make sense <laughs> that they would be like pals. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's muffin being the sort of high energy, always ready to go on an adventure, one, and puddles being the sort of foil to that mm. yeah muffin's Sweet. always ready to help him find that snack he wanted but just couldn't i do get think we should go over a sort of how the game works mechanically we yeah, haven't quite touched such. on it oh yeah let's do that uh, it's it's what you would it's falls under the category of a uh it's called a powered by the apocalypse game yeah mm-hmm. in that if we don't play it right the world will end oh. <laughs> yeah Fun fact. No, uh, it's of course... Well, a, I better a learn the rules better then. I know, me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, in, in this game, very much like most RPGs, uh, you can choose to make you know, different moves that are impacted by your Steam, Noodler, Mush, but primarily the basic moves you'll be taking are listed in the book itself, amongst which are Take a Gander, which is kind of some, like, like Perception Check in D&D, Cause Mischief, which is kind of like a skullduggery check, if any of you played games with skullduggery, kind of like lying or, or causing any sort of general mischief. There's also Scoot Away, which is the kind of uh, ability to escape. Console, which is where you make another feel uh, another kid feel safe and heard. Aww. Yeah, nice and cute. There's also Brace Yourself when you see incoming Aww. harm. Yeah, it, there's a lot of twists and turns. There's also Talk It Out, which I love that that's... Mm. That's a move. Like, hold up. Let's make a talk it out move. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just kind of uh, when you hesitate out of anxiety, anger, or another emotional reason, voice your concerns and roll plus mush. Mm. That's just beautiful. Very nice. Oh, it gets sweeter. Then there's make a friend when you can attempt <laughs> oh, to make friends with one of the. That's a move I can make. Yeah, I know. It has changed. When my friend, when if I ever have a kid and they go to like kindergarten, I want to teach them the move make a friend. And just like I want them to walk up to another child and just be like, "Make a friend." friend. It's like yeah. a po- it's like a Pokemon move. <laughs> Squirtle, child use make a friend. Make a friend. Hey, there's helping hand. Um, and when you make a friend, you you are attempting to guess what? Make a friend with one of the NPCs, oh. which in this game are referred to as the folk. So that's nice. There's also team up. S- the singular. Uh, yeah, like the like the the folk. Well, it's interesting, like right? Because the there's folks, and then there's the folk. I yeah. feel like I feel like one person is called like a folk, then like two or three are no, folks. One person's a fella, 
and oh that's like right the it's fella folk. folks and then like a very broad term is folk right yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel yeah. another thing we should point out is that um, this system, like a lot of other Powered by the Apocalypse games, has degrees of success yeah. instead of just a straight pass or fail yeah. system. Very wise. And so because you're rolling two D6s, you may get, uh, obviously, a lot of different results. Generally speaking, on a six or below is a failure. On a seven to nine is kind of a mixed success, and on a ten plus... It's kind of a best case scenario. Full success. And, yeah. What's nice is if you can pull up these page, dear players, uh, these pages which are in uh, on page 14 through 17, it gives you the list of basic moves and it also gives you um, kind of the different results that you can be looking for. And so on a extreme success, you generally get to choose several good results instead of just one that you'd get from a mixed a mixed success. Anything else y'all can think of? Uh, I don't world building we need? think so. Mm. Uh, um. World building, it, it, we will be heavily improvising a whole lot of this. I will say, uh, to plug another game, uh, while while Babes in the Woods, which again is by Adam Vass and illustrated by Kim Nugent, uh, while that does have its own world built into the book itself, I created our own world, the Maywood, uh, by using the Quiet Year, which is a game that Ooh. was made by. Oh, let me pull it out. Oh, I've been I've been wanting to get that forever. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. good. It's made by, uh, designed and written by Avery Alder, and the illustrations are by Ariel no Norris. And it was published by Buried Without Ceremony, <laughs> and it's a great kind of uh, world building it's a map, thing. Map building game essentially. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I have the map, and none of you <gasps> will get the map. No. Oh, but I want the map. Well, the map will do you very little good in the Maywood because, as uh, Babes in the Wood explains, essentially the way the wood fo uh, functions as a trope is that uh, it takes you where you need to go. You can't quite navigate it, which is one of the big eerie things about traversing the river. Uh, while it's not necessarily deadly, you don't know where it'll take you. Ooh, scary. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. So we'll dive into this misty, humid, lush, green world of the Maywood. And you, dear listener, will hear from us next week. See you then. Bitten by a mosquito. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye <laughs> now. Bye-bye. See you next time. <laughs>